Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable, our live multi-live streaming show created by Remarkable, a Speakers Bureau. And I'm your host today, Sue Falcone, founder and CEO of Remarkable. And I want to wish you a happy Groundhog Day. This is a fun thing that is tradition. And guess what? We hope it's true because the Groundhog did not see a shadow and we're going to have an early spring. So let's catch up and see if that really happens. But we're happy here at Remarkable because we want that to happen. Now, we began this show especially for you, our audience, because we wanted you to know who we represent and book here at Remarkable and to get to know them personally as we do. Because at Remarkable, we do know each person personally. Now, this is a great conversation time, so you can see how valuable they are as a speaker or performer to your events. And also, you'll see how remarkable they are and how they can help you be remarkable, too. Now, thanks for joining us today. This is always exciting because we are on multi-channels. And so we've got our X people, we've got our Facebook people, and we've got our YouTube audience that sometimes we can't see their comments and all, but sometimes they do come through. So feel free to engage with us, to place your comments, your shout outs, your questions. We'd love to hear from you because that's what we're all about in this business is engaging with you, our audiences. Now, today I'm so excited because we have as our featured guest, the James Bond of speaking and training, Kenyon Sallow. Now he's a high energy keynote speaker and Denver Broncos skydiver. Yes, he brings that football into each of their games, yes. And he helps audiences break through their comfort zone so that they can face the challenges that's keeping them from being uh, achievement and living their dreams, both professionally and personally. Now, he gives his audience an experience of a lifetime because he does present from a 12-foot ladder in front of you. So today, we just welcome Kenya with all of his energy. And thank you for joining us this morning, Kenya. And where are you coming to us from? I'm live right now from Denver or Boulder, Colorado. Thanks so much for having me, Sue. It's exciting to be here and be a part of this amazing podcast that you do to let everybody know the type of talent that you bring to the table and how the combination between you and your phenomenal speakers are able to deliver and really change the lives of the audiences that they're in front of. And you do that so very well. Thank you for that compliment. That is so great because that's what we do. We want to do that. Now, Kenyon, this 30 minutes goes by so fast. This is sure a does. live audience. Then this afternoon, we will rebroadcast this. So everybody will make sure that they didn't miss a, a minute of it. <laughs> and next Wednesday, it becomes a podcast. So we've got three different audiences in this one time uh, with this one show. So we're so excited how that works. Thanks to our broadcast director, Lisa Raymond, for that wonderful, wonderful, innovative idea that she uh, created and 
we're the only bureau doing it. So that, that makes us feel special as well so that we can make our talent feel extra, extra special. So thank you, Kenyon. Now, to start with, Kenyon, where were you born and who was the most influential person in your life? Well, for me, I was actually born here in Boulder, Colorado, long, long ago, early 70s, five years before the uh, Empire Strikes Back came out, like 1977 when Star Wars happened. But for me, it was 1972. So I'm just over the age of 50, 51 now and living my best life as best I can every single day. And when it comes down to people that are influential, it really comes down to the person that I'm meeting here and now. I am inspired and influenced by every person that I meet in the present moment because I believe that inspiration goes in both directions and that opportunity for inspiration to go in both directions. I have an opportunity to learn from them, to hear from them, and then be inspired by them and potentially be influenced by them in a positive way to do some things in my life that I haven't done yet or think about things in life that I haven't thought about yet. So really, I take the opportunity to be influenced by every person that is that I have the opportunity to be in their presence. Wow. And you know what? The first time I ever met you in person, Kenyon, that was so true. He really lives in the present. He's a perfect example of that because he made everyone in that big room feel like they were the only person there and he wanted to meet every one of them, and he did. And he, and we're still talking about that event because that's that that exactly, it was. It was a best fun time, and we want to have more of those because people need that. They need that today in our audiences of today. They need to hear that. They need to hear what you have to share as well as meet you. So thanks for sharing that. Now, look, Kenyon. I've been wanting to ask this, but one of my clients asked me this and I said, well, tune in. I'm just going to ask him, <laughs> how did you get the name of being the James Bond of speaking and training? Well, really what it comes down to is speaking from the stage of how you truly live your life. And I really believe that speakers, what they need to do is they have to have that 360 degrees of transparency. My speaking mentor long ago said, it's not what I want to see from a speaker on stage. I want to see who that speaker truly is when they're off stage and they don't know that I'm looking. And really what that says is that it's important that you live what you speak about from the stage. And if you're not doing that, there's this incongruency that happens and people, the audience pick up on that. I think that's really important because Speakers stand on stage, they have to make sure that they are living that way when they step off stage and that it's there 365 days a year. And that's why I believe that it's truly important to have a brand that represents who you are. And so when I started thinking about it, I started thinking about, well, what's a tagline? What's something that's going to help me rise to the surface, stand out above others? And it happened that there was this photo that I had taken where I was on some train tracks and I had a suit and I had a pair of sunglasses in my hand. And basically the general consensus was like, oh, that looks very James Bond-esque. So I started thinking about what does James Bond represent? And James Bond himself is somebody who's great with technology. 
always is well dressed, has that that dapper, that feeling. Uh, he is one of the people who's adventurous, but at the same time, he's not infallible. He will make mistakes along the way. Little great quips of humor and knowledge uh, in regards to that. And people want to be him when they think about like, oh, I want to be that way or I want to be able to do those things. And so that was important. So when I read that and I thought about who James Bond is, I said, yeah, I can represent that. So the James Bond of keynote speaking. And you do represent so well. Thank you Let me so just much. tell you, that experience, you feel that. You feel that that strength and that uh, look. So thank you for sharing that. So we know, because like I said, people do all kinds of things and that is has set you apart in the brand. And that that is that's amazing. Now, Kenyon, tell me, this is back onto your topic that you really, really love to to share with people. Why do you think people stay within their comfort zones, even though they know they are not living the life they would like to live? Why do they stay there? Well, one of the things that I talk about from the stage, and again, this is uh, one of the things that can be both personal and professional. It's applicable to both of those things. And I talk about this concept where there's stuff that keeps us from doing what we want to do in life or things that we really want to have or live or experience or share. And what it comes down to, and it doesn't matter where I go, who I speak to, what the audience makeup is, young or old, the same four things come up. The first is time. A lot of people don't have enough time and they're, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have the time in my day, the week or the month. And that is a limiting factor. The second potential thing that comes up for people is money or finances. And they say, I don't have enough money. They get to the end of their paycheck and they still have month left. And they say, okay, I can't do those things because there's a budget that is constraining me. The third is responsibilities. And maybe you're taking care of yourself. Maybe you're taking care of younger kids or you're taking care of aging adults, you have a job or things that you're responsible for. Those are the things that keep people. They say, well, I can't because I'm responsible for this. And the last one is fear. And fear is a big one because it's kind of an unknown area. But ultimately, what the fear is, is the fear of loss. If I do that thing, I may lose something. And so those four things combined are factors that can be limiting factors. And sometimes it's higher for one and lower for another. And those change through our lives. Maybe we have enough money, but we don't have enough time. Or we have all the time in the world, but we don't have enough money. Again, in the responsibilities and the fear. And that is true also within business. When we think about our careers or we think about our businesses or our organizations or the bottom line, it all comes down to those things. We don't have enough time to be able to continue doing the things we want to do to expand the business. We don't have enough of the financial resources. Our budgets say this is it, or we're over budget for the year, so we have to cut down on spending, or we have responsibilities to fulfill to these customers before we can try and get future customers. And again, fear. We can't expand into, expand into new markets because we're fearful of things like this or that, or the fear of like, hey, what if we grow too fast? Or what if, what if, what if? And at the end of the day, those are the four things, time and time again, that keep people from the personal side and the professional side from succeeding in life. Those four things. So key. I can just think of my life 
And I'm sure everybody in our audience are thinking right now of their life. And that's so true. I mean, that's key. So Kenyon, when you come to your audience, what do you bring to them that will help us break from those com uh, comfort zones so that we can reach? What is it? What What's the, the key yes. that you share? Well, it's very simple. And the thing is, I'm not showing up with 20 bullet points. It's not like, hey, let's start with one and go through 20. The very first thing is that every keynote must be at its simplest form to understand. And like you said, it has to come down to the scenario where what is one thing the audience can take away? What is that one thing that they can gravitate towards, grab on and pull away and that they'll easily remember both in their personal and professional lives? And for me, that one thing is very, very simple and it's say yes. Say yes and let the how figure itself out later. When you say yes and you let the how figure itself out later, everything will always work out. It always does. But again, a lot of people want to say no first because of financial time, responsibilities, and fear. They go, okay, I'm going to say no. And then I'm going to see what one of those things is. Yep, that's why I can't do it. I can't do it because I don't have the money. But instead, what I love to say is say yes, and then it will play out. It may not play out what you thought it would, but it will always play out because the how will always figure itself out. And if you look back in your life, and you say, man, that one time that I said yes, whether it was to making a big career change or a move across country or deciding to be with somebody in a relationship or whatever it was for you, when you say, look, just say yes and let the how figure itself out later, it always works. And when the audience gets that, they get that very simple, basic concept. They can take that back. They take it back to their personal lives where they say, yes, they're starting to feel more happy. They're basically filling their own cup. And then, then when they go into work and they, someone says, hey, I was thinking maybe we could do this within the business itself or this within your career. And they get a little nervous. But if they just say yes, they say, okay, I remember that's what Kenyon said from the stage. If I say yes and then let it play out and then they'll look back and say, it did. It actually worked. And that's amazing. And they'll find happiness in that. And I'm sure you receive lots of comments and lots of response of saying i said yes and it worked that's right or, i said yes and i had to adjust i mean maybe there's you know that's where innovation and creativity and all those things come into it when we just say yes and not have it all planned and figured out that, that is so key that is so key and you do that so well to an audience because they see that and you're right speakers today we've got to make this thing simple <laughs> that's why we call the show simply remarkable i have to live simply i can't live a complicated life because then i'm not fulfilled and i know others are not either and that's where they're coming to hear you to make sure that hey that doesn't happen so thank you for sharing that that was so key that that is exactly what event planners and people that are looking for speakers are looking for that experience, that simple and takeaway is big. And that's, that's the key. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And, yeah. Okay. Now, during COVID, Kenyon, 
you became, we all had to pivot. That was, that was a deal. You know, we had to figure out something. You became the master of learning virtual and how that could work for audiences, even though you, you know, we just couldn't get out there and, and you couldn't bring your ladder and, and be able to do what you did. Do you feel like today in our speaking world that that's going to continue a trend and it may not be as we did it then like with elaborate studios and with all like this, but we found that people are still asking for it. So what do you see as the future of technology and virtual in the future of a speaking career? Well, I think technology is one of those things that every speaker, every organization, every speaking bureau needs to embrace because as it's evolving, there are different ways to deliver content. As we know, there was long form, there's short form, there's different platforms, social media, and across the board in ways that we connect. Even today, here we are on StreamYard, we're able to pass this information along. We have to be able to use technology to be able to get the content to where the people are at. And because event planners and organizations are looking and saying, hey, for this particular event, we don't want everybody to travel halfway across the country. We don't need that type of scenario where people are spending days on end getting to and from events. And we're going to say, look, we still have our big event uh, at the end of the year or during the year. But these other events, these satellite events or the scenario where the big events have the hybrid and they're passing along the virtual side of things, they have to think about how is our virtual technology going to transfer this content to people who couldn't make it or did they have to stay back because the business still has to run and they have to understand how all that's going to work. So when it comes to a speaker and a speaker needs to be able to deliver a keynote or a breakout session via virtual technology, that was something, especially in 2020, where people were scrambling all the times to try and embrace and I realized that studios was one of the best ways. So because we couldn't go out to a studio, I built one in my house and had that professional studio set up. But now that I'm able to go out and be able to use other studios, the key thing is you want good sound, you want good lighting, and you want to be able to deliver. Now, this is the key. It doesn't matter if you have the best sound and the best lighting or the best streaming capabilities. What it comes down to is the speaker being able to deliver properly to the audience that's on the other side of virtual. Now, one of the things that some speakers know and some speakers don't know is that you have to raise the tempo up a couple of notches when you're delivering, which if you're in the room, they might say, wow, that, that's way over the top. But think of it that it's getting diluted a little bit when it goes over virtual because the other person at the other end is receiving it. And then that energy that the speaker is delivering is landing just perfectly. So again, the speaker delivering the virtual content up a couple of notches in energy and just vibrance and being able to deliver through the screen so that when it lands to the person sitting at their desk or sitting at home doing at-home work, that they get that energy and they go, oh, okay, this is perfect. They feel it. And that's another very key thing. So when it comes to delivering virtually, it's a whole package of understanding what it takes to deliver high value content that is just as valuable and just as impressive, even if that person is on stage. 
And that's the key. And that's something that I was able to understand quite quickly and be able to deliver to many, many audiences during that time and continued times. Yes, because it's not going away. <laughs> we no. know that. I'm still getting um, requests. And because for those same reasons, you know, that uh, expenses, you know, the travel, you know, all those kind of things. So we have to be available for that. And we have set as a goal for our bureau is to be the go-to virtual bureau of the world because a lot of people didn't catch it, didn't get it. And uh, it's still a key viable thing that we know is in our package. So thank you for sharing that because I know personally that you can deliver from anywhere in the world. Yes. You don't have to be at your own studio. I mean, I know that because you're right. You taught us that in virtual, you do have to gear it up yeah. because it does take the waves and how the, you know, the technology works takes longer to get there. And you taught us that. And that was so key because when we started this show, I had no clue when we went through COVID that we'd ever have a show. I'd there never done this before in my life. I said, can we really do this, Lisa? She said, yeah. I said, can you really teach me how to do this? She said, yes. She said, yes. And I said, yes. There and that's where we're at today. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Now, Kenyon, I get this question all the time too. Well, I said, yes, he does. I said, now I have personally seen you speak coming to us from a, it looked like 12 feet or more on a ladder. I've seen that. It may not be quite that high, but depends on the stage. But we want to know, have you ever had any trouble getting up and down on that ladder? Of course not. Now, I use a ladder in most of my keynotes. And the way it works is it's a great visual metaphor <clears throat> and also analogy for audiences across the board. Ultimately, what happens is when I was talking about those four things, about time, money, responsibilities, and fear, I then bring out the ladder because the ladder itself just invokes fear. Now, there are two things that people are naturally from the DNA that we are afraid of. And it's in the DNA, and that's fear of falling and fear of loud noises. Now, so the fear of falling, people don't want to fall from a ladder or anything that's high. And so I bring the ladder out. Now, the ladder is not about showcasing that, hey, look, I can stand on a ladder. The ladder is about giving them an understanding of what it takes to reach a goal. So think about it this way. If you're in front of the ladder, that's where your dreams are. And then if you want to get to reality, which is the top of the ladder, you have to go through a process to get there. It's one step at a time. Again, very, very simple. So you start with your dreams before you even step on the ladder. Then there's goals. Then there's planning. Then there's taking action. And then you're at reality. And that is the steps through life, personal or professional, to be able to do that. But when I'm able to use the ladder as a prop, there's a lot of humor involved. There's a lot of like, whoa, aha, edge of your seat moment. And I use that ladder. And yes, I'm a professional. So every time up and down, it's smooth sailing along the way. And that's, again, what event planners want to see. The audience wants to see. Nobody wants to see anybody fail. And so I've had great success in using this as a metaphor. People say, I remember that. That was the thing that I remember when you did that. It 
invoked this little bit of fear in me. And then I understood what you were talking about. So I'm really putting people in that place without asking them to do it. I'm not asking anybody else to do what I'm doing. That's in my wheelhouse. I have 8,000 skydives. I jump out of planes. So that's the type of thing where using a ladder is in my wheelhouse. It's something I'm, I do. I'm a true professional. Just like if you go to see Cirque du Soleil and the, they're doing those amazing acrobatic feats, they are professional on that level. And they're not asking any of the audience members to do anything outside of that. So that's how I show up. And it's a great way to really get the audience involved. And I promise you what's unbelievable is there are no cell phones out. People aren't checking their social medias. People aren't doing emails. People aren't texting their friends. They are engaged by what's happening on stage. And that's what I bring to the table every single time is it's not just during that ladder piece, during the entire 60 minutes or more that I do for audiences. Audiences are engaged through and through from start to finish. I can certainly testify to that firsthand. And like I said, that, and it was, it was memorable, remarkable, and like I said, people want to have you back. So thanks for oh. sharing that. That is that is so great. Now, can you believe we're almost a time out here, but I have one more question. Sure. In closing, Kenyon, mm -hmm. what will you do today to be remarkable? Every single day is an opportunity. The fact is we wake up, we're like, wow. And one of the things that I do, as soon as the lights come on and I get out of bed, I'm like, let's go, let's make it amazing. And, you know, when I thought about it, I was like, oh, well, today is Groundhog Day. And I think about that movie, Groundhog Day. And I think about how there was this repetitiveness in the beginning, but then he took advantage of it in the end to really say, how can he better himself every single day? And that's the brilliance behind it is simply saying, how can I better myself today? How can I be a better version of me today than I was yesterday? So what I'm thinking about today, I think about the things that I have to do. I'll go through the list. I'll do my work. I'll do those things. But whether it's learning something on the internet, going out and meeting somebody for coffee, having a new experience with somebody, every single day we have that opportunity to go to the next level. And it's about the baby steps. You can't make it in one big leap. So every day you take the little steps and that's what's remarkable. Wow. Thank you for sharing so much. And to our audience here today, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? Maybe you've heard some things today that you've been wanting to do, and now's the time to say yes. Could be. We want to know. Put it in the chat for us or give us a comment when we rebroadcast this show because we'd love to hear from you because we love our audiences and we want to hear from you and engage with you. Now, thanks so much for joining us today, Kenyon. You amaze me. And to our audience, he will amaze you. And we want to invite you to our new website um, so that you can learn how to break through your comfort zone and face the challenges by booking him for your next event. We never know who's here. And that's exciting. We don't know if you're planning or you know someone who is or you're you're on a team that says, yeah, I want to have this guy. OK, yes, I want this speaker. But just give us uh, a call because we'd love to visit our website and just tell us exactly what you're looking for and we can provide it.
Now, everyone, we hope you will come back again next Friday, which is February the 9th. Golly, can you believe January is gone? February is moving along. So saying yes is important. So yes, you will come back next week mm -hmm. where our guest will be Ken Knox, who's the lead of the Grammy award winning international recording artist, chairman of the board. Now, he's going to bring us the history of this group because they are legends in soul, classic R&B and beach music. We love the beach music here in, in North Carolina. And their music has been featured on national commercials to the NFL, to the NFL Carolina Panthers featuring this group in a video and they have them with their half times and they have been inducted into the new North Carolina Music Hall of Fame as well. They were just recently inducted into this Soul Music Hall of Fame. Wow, this is a great group. You won't want to miss this episode next week with them live because you're going to recognize their songs. Remember, just a little more time. Now, they don't hire me to go with them, thank goodness, but they come and bring a great performance. And one of our favorite songs that we love dancing to is the one Grammy Award winning Carolina Girls. So you won't want to miss this episode. Come and have fun with us and meet these wonderful legends. Now, we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you won't miss an episode of our show and can go back just in case you forgot anything Kenyon might have shared today. You're going to have it there for you. Also, you're going to see all the videos that we have of all the talent that we represent. So you have a full vision of what they can bring. And it is amazing that uh, how our YouTube channel audience is growing. And the rebroadcast of the show will be on that YouTube channel this afternoon. And next Wednesday, this becomes a podcast. So we've got three audiences that we enjoy engaging with. And we just thank you. And at Remarkable A Speakers Bureau, I just want to tell you, I'm honored for the opportunity to partner with all the clients and potential clients we have and create a remarkable experience of a lifetime for your clients and audiences. And you see already, Kenyon can do that. Now, we hope that you will have a remarkable winter weekend. We're still in winter, but we're looking for spring. Six weeks, we're going to see. And we wish you have a great, great weekend. And we will see you here next Friday. Thanks, Kenyon. We appreciate Thank you. you so much.